welcome to Christian Financial Perspectives, where you're invited to gain insight, wisdom, and knowledge about how Christians integrate their faith, life, and finances with a biblical worldview. Here's your Christian Financial Advisors host, Bob Barber, and his co-host, Sean Peters. Welcome to another episode of Christian Financial Perspectives. We're so glad you joined us. If you're watching us right now on YouTube, don't forget to uh, like and subscribe to the channel. And uh, before we get started, Bob, you ready for Christmas? Uh, well, you know, you know the answer to that. Oh no! Wait, okay. wait. We still got a few more days for I mean, Christmas. We got, so we got, we got another three or four days. Right. Come so on. you're not going to go to the local pharmacy corner store for at least what two or three more days? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, and I, I love to do it because all of us, I meet all my friends. You know, it's all of us guys, and we're usually walking around with our heads in the cloud like this. Like, what are you going to get? I don't know. And we just start grabbing stuff, and the kids love it because they just they're like. It's almost always some sort of there's there's chocolate and and some sort of like salty snacks and you there's, know, there's a lot of gum in there. A lot of gum, there's like yeah. a little bitty toys like this big I'll get, you know. Oh yeah. It's funny. Yeah. Yeah. But you buy like the whole store and spend twenty bucks. But you know, you know what? <laughs> I got this tradition from my dad and my dad would do that. So it's kind of it's kind of a tradition and Well, and I mean, it, between you and Rachel though, I mean you, you're always prepared, if you will. Oh, Rachel's this, prepared. Your your five stuff weeks is, yeah, your stuff is more of the it's just fun to do it like yeah. last minute. Yeah. yeah. So today we're going to talk about... Well, we're going to be talking about the real meaning of Christmas. We are. Now, before we get into that, though, yeah. all right, I just wanted to, to cover... So we're going to be going over the big business of Christmas and then the real meaning of Christmas. The big business of Christmas. You think That's Christmas right. is big business? Well, we're going to cover that a little bit. I know. You did a lot of study on this, didn't I, you? I did, I did a little bit, yeah. Well, you know, considering this is Christian financial perspectives, I, I figured we should probably have a little bit of financial... In here, so you're going to give us some financial stats that go with Christmas, and that's I think right. It's it's mind blowing. It yeah. really is. So this is coming more from the retail side, yeah. which there's a lot of statistics on it. Mm-hmm. So between Thanksgiving and Christmas, U.S. because this is just the U.S. I'm not, I don't know okay. about the other countries, yeah. but for the U.S., retail sales reached 889 billion dollars in 2021. That's right. That's 800, with a B. 889 billion, billion. with a B. B's and Bravo, or is a lot of money, uh, in 2021, and are expected to reach 942 billion this year in 2022. Yeah. Oh my. So I mean, goodness. we're we're That's, obviously through quite a bit of it already. But now, I wonder how much of that. Yeah. Do you have stats on how much this is going on credit card? <laughs> uh, well, I am. We're gonna gonna <laughs> okay. get a little bit into like how much people spend, yeah. but but yeah, you know, just just in the last what you know, a couple months, Bob, we've been seeing the, some of the stats coming out about how much just normal life. Like how much the average credit card debt has been going up for, it, per it household. It has. It's gone so, way up because way of inflation. Up. People didn't quit spending money. They just put it on the card right. and just kept going. Yep. Yeah. And it, it adds up. I mean, they, like the Bible says, little by little. Right? Yeah. Yep. So so those are just uh, some, some of those initial stats. The the top end estimate, though, Bob, for 2022 is $960 billion. Right. 960. That's crazy. Now, here's, what's, here's what gets even crazier. Okay. Compare that with... 2012 numbers. Ten years of, ago. Yeah, ten years ago. Okay. $567 billion. We're so, up over 66% in just 10 years. That is a lot of Christmas shopping, right? I, w- I would <laughs> think uh, the retail stores really push it, and we see how they push it. With oh, yeah. All no, the no I've, I've got some interesting stat on here, okay. too, of, of, of right. how much Christmas accounts for yeah. in, in retail. So to break this down a little further, uh, think about 
the following few stats we have, but I have a few no, stats. Wait a second. Before you go into this, I don't want my wife hearing this because if she hears this top number you're going to give, I, we don't spend that much. <laughs> but just she'll say, well, that's the average household. Yeah. Well, <laughs> okay, take go from ahead. that what you will. Go but, ahead. You know, but, uh, Rachel, I hope you do watch this because no, we put a lot of work no, into no, this. We, don't, we no. put a lot of work in these episodes. <laughs> All right. So for think about this from the 2022 holiday season, which is almost over. Okay. And, and so they, they call it the holiday season because it kind of starts, you know, a little bit before Thanksgiving right. to an extent. Yeah. Now and for does. sure. Yeah. And for sure, Black Friday. And then it yeah. goes through Christmas and you've got your, you know, people shopping on the 24th. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. That's US, U.S. households will spend an average of $7,250 during the holidays. I don't think we've ever spent that much. No, that's but that's the average. That's the average? That's the average. So a lot of people yeah. spend more than that. Well, so, so I, the, the way I came up with that number, because I, I, I couldn't find uh, specific stats on the actual average. Like I'd seen some averages yeah. from like a number of years ago, but yeah. I wanted something more current. So what we did is we just took the, all right, well, if the estimate, the 942 billion, you divide that by the total number of households in the US, 7,250. You think they're taking some math. of my neighbors I was telling you about that are spending five to $25,000 just on lights? Hey, Bob, they might be watching this. Don't call them out on the lights. <laughs> And having professionally installed lights, I wonder if that goes into that number. That's yeah. crazy. Seven thousand two hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah. Wow. I see. You know, it's funny though. That's too. per household. Yeah. That's 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 that, what the. So, I know y'all don't spend that. No, much. we don't. But you take that nine hundred forty-two billion dollars, and if that's the spending, you yeah. just divide that into the number of households. Well, that's what's interesting. So, is so how many people are spending more than that? Of course, yeah. there's a lot less spending. You know, yep. A lot right. of people spending less too, but still, that's a lot. So Sean. another one: holiday shopping accounts for thirty percent of annual retail sales. Well, I don't doubt that one. Yeah, thirty percent yeah. of the annual sales are just like Christmas shopping, basically. Another one: from December fifteenth to the twenty fourth accounts for forty percent of all Christmas sales. I know that one because I do that. Yeah, on the twenty so, fourth. That, but think about that. So 30% of the sa- annual sales uh-huh. occurs during this short window of time. Right. And 40% of that is just from the 15th to the 24th. I hopefully help some of y'all because we're doing the program of two or three days before. So yeah. maybe we'll save you some of that. So, you, uh, <laughs> so if you are, if you haven't finished your shopping yet, you're just helping to contribute to that, you know, 40%. <laughs> and now this is an interesting one. This next one. Yeah. Go ahead. Cause 50, I got a comment on this one. 56% of all shoppers buy gift cards. I wish you looked up cause I've heard some crazy percentage number of the gift cards that Oh, a the, lot of them never spend that's it. Right. There's unspent that's right. money on those gift cards. And certain gift cards also have expiration. So mm. what, what will happen is, is you get a gift card, and not only does it expire after a certain period of time if you didn't use it, but some cards even have, uh, mm. I think this is like the more like the credit card, debit card, like yeah. the Visa, MasterCard, stuff yeah. like that, where there's a, a charge, basically like a finance charge per year. So even if it technically didn't expire, depending on how much was added onto it, if you waited long enough, it'll literally just go to zero from finance charges you each mean, year. It's a profit. It's a deal. profit making deal. <laughs> but you know, the other thing wow. too, just, you know, yeah. as, as an aside, it, it's kind of sad to me that mm-hmm. we're at well over 50% of gifts are just a gift card because right. effectively, if you get the gift card, 
it's like, well, I think maybe they might go eat or go to this restaurant mm-hmm. or, or whatever. And you're not even really at that point giving a gift. Like, isn't the whole point like at its core of when you're giving a gift to someone? It's like, hey, I yep. thought about this. Like, I, I wanted something that this would be thought. meaningful That's to right. you. And you buy a gift card, it kind of feels like just an easy way out of, oh, I check the box to, to give a gift. Well, like, tell well, every, you can not. tell everyone because, so. you know, we don't have this re- rehearsed in advance or anything. Tell you, you know what my favorite gift is because yep. tell them. Go ahead. Yeah, it's it's the stuff my my wife always gets you yeah. this basket with all your favorite snacks. Exactly, mostly coconut. Which is coconut. Yeah, <laughs> I so love coconut. For anyone cookies, who wants to send us a chips, gift, coconut sending drinks, <laughs> you name it, it's got coconut in it. I love it. So if you're sending anything to Bob as a thank you for the show, make sure it's got coconut in it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, maybe we'll get some. Maybe I'll get some coconut gifts now. Yeah. All right. So in the the last stat I wanted to share uh, on the just this retail side of it. The top five items people plan to buy for themselves as like a Christmas gift for yourself. Uh, Alcoholic and non-alcoholic beverages, so drinks, Mm -hmm. 33%. Food, including like meal prep kits, 30%. Clothing, 30%. Shoes, 23%. And books, 17%. That's, I don't know, just thought that was interesting. You know, Sean, I think about all this big business and it's gotta be stressful. A little bit, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. because all this debt that you're a lot of this is debt, as you know. Yeah. Especially this year, because credit cards are maxed out, and you're just putting more and more on them, and there is that stress. Yeah. So the the of stress Christmas of the Christmas shopping. shopping. Yeah. So, so I want to share a little bit of information, like from the American uh, Psycho Psychological Association, uh, some surveys that they've done, and just other okay. information about the stress. Okay. Because you know you obviously have the money side, the retail side of it, but then there's the actual mental stress yeah. of this. Almost three quarters of Americans report that money and work are significant sources of stress in their lives. This is according to the American Psychological Association. Mm -hmm. This is a 2007 Stress in America survey. The holidays, between Thanksgiving and Christmas, then compound the pressure as revealed in the APA's 2006 poll Mm -hmm. on holiday stress. Now, middle-income Americans are particularly affected as the everyday financial pressures are amplified by demands to spend more. And now with inflation... There's demand. You got to spend more. If you love me, come on, spend more. That's what what America's about, right? Right. Consumerism. I know. It's sad. And, And then with inflation, this has just gotten even worse. Yeah. Because now just to do the same as last year, you're not even outdoing last year, but just to do the same as last year, now you're going to spend even more. So with the pressure to create the perfect holiday, Mm -hmm. so whether that's a memorable meal, expensive gifts, elaborate decorations, and more, like okay, let me expand on that. Okay, so you know, you know us. We watch Hallmark every night, right? Right. And I'm looking at all these decorations. I'm going, my house does not look like these houses. Wait a second, they're professionally done. That's a movie set. But uh, all those decorations, again, I was telling you. Wait, Bob, are you are you saying that sometimes Hollywood, even Hallmark Channel, doesn't portray life? as accurate as it typically is? Like, is there a little bit of Hollywood magic going on there? Oh, perfect. Oh, okay. All right. Well, you know, whether it's those elaborate decorations or or more, just not having enough money to do it all causes stress to more than 60% of those surveyed for holiday stress. So like just everything about that feeling like I can't do enough, like I'm not going to be able to make the perfect holiday just drastically increases the stress that people go through. And then... The worries continue even more when the credit card bills arrive a month oh, later. Yeah. 
because you're going through all this spending and it's just really easy to, oh, buy this and buy this and oh, it's on sale. Okay, but remember, you're still paying something. Even if it's on sale, you're still spending money. So, you know, make sure you, you've got a budget. Like that would be the one thing to help with the stress because like you can't avoid gifts yeah, at all. That's right. But at least make sure like you stick to a budget that you can manage. I like what my old buddy Dave Ramsey always says, you know, you can get in debt in just a matter of days, but it can take you years to get out of it. Oh, that's and, right. And, you know, you think about like we you go back to those, those stats that you were sharing earlier that the majority of this shopping happens just a couple weeks before. Yeah. So you're pushing those credit cards way up mm -hmm. <clears throat> just over two weeks. And and then it might be the next 12 months that it's going to take you to pay them off. And That's right. how many, I get, here's this kind of a hard question I want to ask and all this, but I got to admit even myself, Sean, if I sat down and tried to list out 10 of the things I got last year, it'd be very hard. Mm -hmm. I don't I don't think most people could remember even 10 of them, maybe two or three. And you always say, I always remember when Jenna, she she knows what I love and, you know, gets me my food basket. That's something I remember every single year. You know, I start thinking and I can't really remember what else I got last Christmas. Yeah. I think Rachel got me one of those little, what is it called? Planes that go up in the air and take a picture. A dual drone. But I've not used it. See, oh. <laughs> I still got to learn how to use it. I, I'm waiting for you to show me how to use that thing. All right. Well, we'll uh, we'll have to take a look at that later. <laughs> I think that was a Christmas present. But you know, I just I, I can't remember. Can you? Could you list down? No, I, 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 I got to ask you I that are listening could, to us. Could you list ten other things that you got last year right now? Could you sit down with a piece on a piece of notebook paper? Yeah. And write down those ten. I bet you couldn't. Yeah, I, I, and I, th I think the point the point here though is not yeah. not to uh, to make someone feel bad about yeah, the gift right. giving. Yeah, not, not at all. But if anything, like when you're thinking when you're thinking about the stress yeah. of shopping for people for during Christmas, just remember that, like Bob was saying, it, it, it's not that important what you actually get. You know, they, they, you've probably heard that before. That yeah, it's the thought that counts. Yeah. Oh yeah. Right. You know, it's not as much what you actually got. It's the thought that went into it, you know, that but you, you don't showed hear that very that often. You, cared. you don't hear that term yeah. very often anymore. It's the thought that counts because right. it does. When there's thought put into it, it's more meaningful. There's no doubt yeah. about that. So now I want to share some scriptures with okay. our viewers and listeners, what God's word says about money and priorities, which okay. I think is a good time to share this. So we're going to start with uh, Proverbs 22, 7. The rich rules over the poor, and the borrower is slave to the lender. Mm. That's a good one to think about with uh, trying not to get the credit card debt yeah. up too high. Yeah, so, it is. Bob, you want to get the next one? Matthew six nineteen through 21. Do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal, but lay up yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust destroys and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Yeah. And I feel like that's a good one too with, yeah. you know, the where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Yeah. You know, if you're if you're focused on what you're getting people for the sake of like it needs to be perfect, it needs to be great. Mm -hmm. Well, and you're kind of missing the point of like you're you're wanting to uh, show someone that you care. You're wanting to show someone that, you know, you you love them. Yeah. And so it's it's about why it should be more about like why you're doing it, not what you actually spent. 
Yes, exactly. So, so for the next one, Luke twelve thirty four, for where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. Matthew six twenty four. No one can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or he'll be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and money. That's right. Okay. So we want you, we're going to really get into now what we feel is the real meaning of Christmas. That's right. It's and if you're, whether you're watching or listening to this episode, we don't, we want you to feel hope this Christmas season. Yeah. You know, we don't, we don't want you to feel hopeless. You know, may, some of you may be stressed about Christmas coming up because, Maybe you feel like you didn't get enough gifts, that whole thing about the perfect, you know, making the mm-hmm. perfect Christmas. Maybe you feel like you didn't get enough gifts for your family or you didn't get the right gifts. You know, yeah. they, weren't, they weren't the right ones. Yeah. Uh, maybe you're stressed from spending too much money on the gifts and you're worried about the budget. You're worried about that credit card bill coming due. Regardless of why you're stressed, because it also might be just stressed about all the family coming into town. Could be. <laughs> <laughs> but regardless of why you're stressed, take comfort in knowing Christmas isn't just about the gifts. It's about celebrating the coming of Jesus to earth to save us. That's correct. So that takes us into the real meaning of Christmas. Isaiah seven fourteen says, Therefore the Lord himself gave you a sign. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel. And just remember, as we're going through these scriptures and you're thinking about kind of how this Christmas has gone for you, mm-hmm. since we're, a little, we're not quite to Christmas yet, that you can still focus like you still have time you can still focus on what's really important this christmas with your family even if you fell into the trap of the big business of christmas and to help you with this we're going to highlight a few things to remember in addition to these scriptures yeah and hopefully this will help you not just for this christmas but for next year too yeah so our, our next scripture is uh, john three sixteen. some some of our christian listeners might yeah. know this one but yep. john three sixteen. for god so loved the world that he gave his only son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. In John 14, 6, you go ahead and read that one too. Jesus said to him, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. So I put together 10 meanings of the true meaning of Christmas, and this is what it means to me, and I hope it means the same thing to you, Sean, and to those that who are listening the number one thing that I think is the true meaning of Christmas is this is about the immaculate conception and virgin birth of God's one and only Son. Amen. That that I was just this morning as I was thinking about this, about the immaculate conception that this is the only person that's ever been born on this earth that was not from the seed of man, that's right. but it was from God. And and this was a and virgin birth another purity exactly, yeah. It's just it's just amazing thinking about like there's that part and just from that point forward, all of the promises and the prophecies that were made that God fulfilled. And for I mean, you think about what was it? Uh, I think it was 400 years of silence mm-hmm. from the time of the the last prophet until Jesus. You know, the the angel comes to uh, Elizabeth, right? Right before yeah, before yes. Mary, so until that angel showed and, and, up, and John, because John was exactly, coming, right. and before John that Adams. angel, there was four hundred years of silence, and you've got to imagine, like if you're one of the Jewish people, thinking, "Well, God, you made all these promises. Where are you? Where are you? Like, what's going on? We haven't heard anything from you." And God's timing is not our own, but when He says, "I will do something," He is faithful to do that, and that is what's so amazing. Like when Jesus was born. 
it just started this whole cascade effect of, remember all those promises I made to you? I'm fulfilling them now. Here's my son. That so, was the first miracle in the right. Immaculate Conception. And so the, the second, second one, it's about unconditional love for all of us, no matter where we are in life. He came for every one of us. That's right. That's right. Whether you're a king or, you know, the blind beggar in the street. It's about the worship of the king of kings. You know, the wise men came thousands of miles and could see the universe lining up yeah. to shoot that bright light in that star. And shepherds on that glorious night, yeah, the, the, they came to worship the king of kings in a barn amongst <laughs> smelly animals because man, even from that point, was trying to reject the Son right. of God being born. That's but right. we can still accept that today. And it's about the holy angels rejoicing, announcing the birth of Jesus to the shepherds. It's about purity and holiness is truly what this day is about. The purity and holiness of God and of Jesus Christ. It's about Jesus being born humbly in a manger around a bunch of stinky animals so Jesus could relate to everyone, no matter the social hierarchy. He didn't come for the wealthy. He didn't come just for the poor. He came for both the wealthy and the poor. He came for everyone. It's about bringing forth the fruits of the Holy Spirit. It's about love and joy, peace, patience, kindness, and gentleness all in one, one person. It's about giving a meaning and purpose to this life. It is. Without Christ, I cannot imagine um, living life without Christ walking beside me. It's about the Trinity. It's the Father. It's the Son and the Holy Spirit, three and one. That's right. And finally, it's about the free offer of a real and meaningful life here on earth with purpose, meaning, and eternal life with the maker of our universe, simply by acknowledging and accepting his one and only Son, Jesus Christ, as your personal Lord and Savior. Amen. That's what we feel the meaning of Christmas is. And while the lights and the snow and the beautiful trees, the food and the cookies, <laughs> definitely, the Christmas movies are all good. But the real meaning of Christmas is about God coming to live amongst us through his immaculate conception of a virgin birth conceived by the Holy Spirit. So, Merry Christmas from all of us at Christian Financial Advisors. Merry Christmas, and thank you for joining us. We invite you to listen to all of our past episodes covering many financial topics from a Christian perspective. To make sure you don't miss any of Bob's upcoming episodes, you can subscribe to Christian Financial Perspectives on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or Amazon Music. To learn more about integrating your faith with your finances, visit ChristianFinancialAdvisors.com or call 830-609-6986. Investment advisory services offered through Christian Investment Advisors, Inc., DBA Christian Financial Advisors, also known as Christian Financial Advisors Management Group, a registered investment advisor. Comments from today's show are for informational purposes only and not to be considered investment advice or recommendations to buy or sell any company that may have been mentioned or discussed. The opinions expressed are solely those of the host, Bob Barber, and his guests. Bob does not provide tax advice and encourages you to seek guidance from a tax professional. While Christian Investment Advisors believes the information to be accurate and reliable, we do not claim or have responsibility for its completeness, accuracy, or reliability.